Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Merry Christmas slash New Year. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Suck my balls. (laughs) That's the second verse of the song. Oh, yes. Suck my balls. So... Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had an amazing holiday season. Yeah. That's right. All you kids who celebrated Hanukkah, that was like two weeks ago. We yes. are now officially in post-Christmas time. That's right. And if Krampus came over and killed you, <laughs> or threw you in a river, and you know, you're not listening to this either. That's right. Spanked you with a little birch, birch uh, leaf. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> Being naughty. That's right. Blew out your face so, with his dick. <laughs> so we, we, we've been here. We've been uh, at our, uh, our family's house. That's Western right. New York for about a week. It's been good times. Yeah, it's nice. You know, most of our family made it out. You know, except for her sister. It yeah. was uh, too too big for a uh, an airplane seat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, it was Christmas time, and you know, even all the even though we are adults, we still love Christmas, and we get up early and stuff. So, uh, what was some of the cool shit that you got? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, b- b- before before even presents, man, um, I had to go through my parents' room to get. Um, to, to, to set up, like, the, the cage for the puppy. Oh, yes, our youngest brother got a dog. Yeah, something you should never do, breaking the cardinal rule of buying someone a puppy for Christmas. Yes. Yeah, but he's, like, a grown man. Yeah. And was really talking about it for, like, months and months and months and months, and he was going to get one anyway. Yeah. So I figured that out. I was going through the, the parents' house, the parents' room, to get to the uh, shower to set up his dog crate, mm-hmm. and my mom's just like, there's presents in there, but, you know... You know, you're an adult. Who cares? And I found myself, like, shielding my eyes. Yeah. Like, I'm staring down at my feet like, I know I can't see presents before Christmas time. Plus, you, you might have also seen her huge panties. Ah. <laughs> I would have shielded my eyes just for that. Ah. Ah. Huge panties. Oh, nasty. And, like, silk <laughs> stockings with poop down the side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, just having this, like, gut reaction. Just like, dog. Why, why are you trying to ruin this for me, you know? Right, like, man. Don't you understand the magic of Christmas that That's you've right. built in, like, built into my brain? Uh, I still woke up at 5 in the morning. I couldn't get back to sleep. Oh, same here. Of course, Damn I was, it. Of course, I was, I've been sick this whole time. I apologize, everyone. We did, for, for the third time in history, we did not have our weekly podcast the last week. Yeah. Because I was just, like, went from, like, sick, having a cold, to, like, being sicker. And then as soon as I got to this house, I was talking like this. Yeah. And it just been stuffed up every day. How about you do? So, anyways, yeah. what'd you get? What was the cool shit you got for Christmas? I got a I got a sweet camera. Nice. Yeah, man. I actually um, I was really looking forward to like, it's like one of those cameras that looks like a, like a still camera, but you can shoot HD video on the sly. Mm. Yeah, like people don't even know I'm taking video. I think yes. I'm taking stills. Ha ha. Take that to the nude beach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm not. No, just taking stills. It's totally fine. I'm shooting the seagulls that are flying by. That's right. That's right. Well, you always have to get a friend to pose in front of you know whatever awkward thing you want to like take picture of. Oh yeah. Like nude Santa. I actually, since I have a television video job, whenever I need to get like B roll of crowds and people don't want you to tape them, mm-hmm. I always turn the camera on and then I I make it look like I'm just fiddling with the controls. Like I aim it towards me over my shoulder and I'm like, hmm, what's this iris up? I don't know, and it's secretly shooting over my shoulder and getting good crowd scenes. <laughs> so suck it, people! I wow. got you. I stole your souls. Man, whenever, whenever I had a, a subject that I had to film, like I had to film, they knew I had to film them, and they're like, "Oh, fuck! They're why they're filming me eating something, eating sloppy joes or some yeah. crap." I always do this thing where, like, 
like I, I focus on them, get everything ready, and then I kind of like like turn my head away from the camera and look at something else. Like, mm-hmm. what, what is that over there? As I'm like perfectly getting my shot. Yeah, we are clever. He, 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 One day he. you're gonna have you're gonna be having sex, and we're gonna be in the closet taping it. You don't even know. <laughs> Possibly, maybe not. Okay, I got uh, I got an original Nintendo system. The complete NES system in the box with uh, Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, the laser gun, everything. That's just amazing. Twenty five years later, we finally have a Nintendo. Twenty five, more like more <laughs> like twenty seven. Yeah, I mean, like like most of the people listening to this podcast, it's older than them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like we never had the Nintendo. We went from we had, our parents got us every other system, so mm-hmm. we went from Commodore sixty four to Sega. And we mm-hmm. missed Nintendo. Then we missed Super Nintendo and got a PlayStation. Right. So now it's finally, I you know, I don't have to go over to a buddy's house for a slumber <laughs> party anymore. I got my own <laughs> NES. Yeah, you still would, though. Like, if slumber parties were still a thing. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm bringing them back. I think I think everything's coming back. You know, it's like you don't have to be a hipster to have, like, a slumber party in, like, uh, some onesies. Slumber party, man. So what other cool shit did you get? Well, I mean, you got Resident Evil Six. Resident Evil Six. <laughs> and we've been, we've been, actually, I was really looking forward to seeing uh, if that was going to be fun or not, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, like it's it's co-op. So me and Chad are playing together. I'm playing as Leon Kennedy. Chad's playing as Helena, some chick. <laughs> yeah, some chick. That's basically her whole some character. Chick. Yeah, and it started off good. You know, the president. Who's actually like BFFs with Leon since he saved his daughter <laughs> in Resident Evil Four? He's gets, like, wait, wait. He's like, thank you, Leon, for saving my daughter and not boning her like crazy yeah, pants. I appreciate her virginity was intact. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess like, he was at some college campus and uh, the town gets bombed and ninety percent of them are zombies and they're it's like drink a shot every time someone mentions Raccoon City. Yeah, it's just like Raccoon City, but we get to see sexy Hunnigan. Oh yeah, a bunch dude. Of times Hunnigan. Actually, you know, we're playing the Leon campaign, and it's like Resident Evil Four Part Two. I'm loving it. I mean, Resident Evil Four is the best. I love Leon Kennedy. Oh, and and we and this is this is not spoiler alert because this no. has been out for three months. Yeah, it's been out for a little while. They they find this VHS tape, which is crazy because it's VHS, <laughs> and Ada Wong hatches out of some alien embryo egg. Yeah, and we're like, whoa, whoa, something's hatching. Oh, it's Ada Wong's titties. Yeah, yeah, we saw some naked, <laughs> we saw some Ada Wong's side boob. It's like, dude, all right, all right, all right, I can imagine, you know, all right, you're gonna make your like alien embryo clone army. Do you have to make them like all super hot? Yeah, you, did you notice that uh, Resident Evil Six Ada Wong is slightly less Asian than Resident Evil Four Ada Wong? You think so? Yeah, I thought so. I don't know. I think, but but on the flip side, I think Leon Kennedy is more Asian than he was before. <laughs> He's like. Like you can tell that they had that they they overdubbed it in English. Um, you know, it's like totally Japanese original. I'm liking it so far. This co-op has been fun. It's been interesting that it to kill a zombie with a handgun, it takes like seven or eight shots, or just two karate kicks. Yes. So we've been just karate <laughs> kicking the shit out of people. But one cool thing about the game is that you actually get tired. You can't karate kick 500 times in a row. They start breathing heavy, and their kicks have less effect. Yeah. So you know, but, we had to but, alternate, and and but they vary it up depending on where you were like attacking the zombie, mm-hmm. like like Helena. The one cool thing about Helena is that like 
She will knock a zombie onto the ground and then give him an elbow drop to the face. Yeah, man. Or like the RKO finishing move or like the <laughs> diamond cutter. Like me and Chad are going like we're, we don't even go in with guns. No. But he goes in, you know, off the top ropes and hits a zombie and he's like, ooh. And he turns around stunned and I fucking give him the stone cold finisher and or maybe the rock bottom. It's so good. Or just grabbing a zombie by the head. And smashing its head into something and making the head explode like a zit. Yeah. So we uh, we have been using minimum guns. We've been saving our guns for for you know uh, stage bosses. Yeah. So far. Which is kind of like crazy. So so they they teach you right away not to use your guns. Yeah. Although although there is one silly thing you can do with your gun, which is leap onto the ground and crawl around on your back. Yeah. We like to crab walk <laughs> and kill people. Like I just go around, I crab walk, and I just slice people with my knife. I just take their knees out, I'm like slice, 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 like an angry, <laughs> angry little person. <laughs> yeah. But it was so good, and we found out that like if you're on your if you're crab walking, you're immune to those stupid subway quick time events. Yeah. Like the one the one thing that we were just like, all right, screw this, was that like there's quick time events all over the fucking place in this game. Yeah, I really don't. I like to shoot stuff. I don't like have to press X and A really quick or something bad happens to me. So yeah. So and like. We're down in the in the subway tunnels, and all of a sudden, subway trains are just, like, coming. Sometimes there's no quick time event. They just kill you. And the only times we actually died were we were just, we failed on quick time events because we were, you know, not prepared. Yeah. But so far, so good. Resident mm-hmm. Evil 6. I know it's already got a bad rep, but, uh, you know, I'm liking what I see. It's People, fun playing with you. I, I still, even though it's been, like, a couple months since I've seen, like, um, the logo, uh, I can't stop, like... Like, I will always see the giraffe blowjob happening in the 6th logo. It, oh. it just always happens. Well, you know. Yeah. But it's been good. And that wasn't the only zombie game we got. I bought The Family, a little fun uh, arcade action game. Oh, that's right. That's right. You got you got us two, uh, two Wii Pistols and House of the Dead Overkill. Yes. Written by Robert Rodriguez. And Samuel <laughs> Jackson has got a little voiceover going on. It was awesome because, uh, you know, so it's cool. You know, it, it's, a, it's a rail shooter. And we've got the two uh, pistols, so you're shooting at the TV just like you do in the old arcade, which we like. Mm-hmm. And uh, right off the bat, our mom, who's very conservative, is like, what's <laughs> happening? I'm not sure I like this. And the game starts with a stripper yes. d- uh, dancing on stage. And then, like, the first uh, two seconds you start playing the game, some guy's like, some motherfucking zombies trying to bite my balls. <laughs> and t- and t- I think she was, like, almost passed out. The oh, vulgarity. man. And we just, like, I was just saying, go into another room, Mom. Just go yeah. into another room. Of course she doesn't. Yeah. I ha- So so far it's been fun. Like, this, the, the story and then the, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for swearing. It was good. No, it was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the stage one boss, we're playing, we're playing, and then suddenly the whole console freezes, and you just hear this, like a fire alarm. Yeah, we had to restart it. I don't know what happened there. I looked. I looked it up. Apparently, a lot of people had that problem. Really? Yeah. Stage one boss locked up the noise. Hmm. Yeah, and they just like restarted, and then it didn't have an, an issue. Okay. Well, let's come back into that. Yeah, it was weird though. But yeah, we'll bring that on vacation and let everyone take a crack at it. Yeah, yeah. So. But uh, we did. We had our we had our huge annual Mario Kart off. That's right. We had the big Mario Kart tournament, and uh, uh, as defending champion Chad was able to uh, decide how we're going to do it, and he said it. We raced all 32 courses. Yeah, I, I we we discovered that you could change the number of races in a in, in a, a Grand circuit. Prix in a circuit. Yeah. So we we're like, oh, you could go from four, which is we usually did, uh, and four is just like if you screw up on one race, it's over. It, it, yeah, it's it's over for you. 
Uh, but we we were racing at like eight in all our preliminaries. You know, eight races, eight races. And eight I think we found out eight is the best. Yeah. You know, it's not too short, but it's also not too long, and it gives you a chance to recover. Like eight is definitely the number of races you should have in a circuit. I think we should always do eight from now on. I that agree. Was cool. I agree. So, so you know, I was thinking. All right, he gave me the Karate Kid three power, which was you know I could just jump in at the end of a tournament. Like I had to design a tournament for everybody to come in. Mm-hmm. And it was basically just you, me, and Jared. Yep. And and Z too, because Z is uh Z is actually decent. She She'd win. probably be better. If she didn't play against us. Yes. So. No, it's true. But she will win occasionally. Yeah. Well, she 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 actually got second during one of the run rounds. So I decided to go for all thirty-two uh, races because there's thirty-two courses in the game. So I was like, all right, if you can if you can come out on top of all thirty-two courses, you are the master. Of this yeah. Game. Yeah, and we found out that Chad was by about fifty points. <laughs> no, 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 more like a hundred. <laughs> no, it wasn't a hundred. I was, like, I was closing the distance on you at the end there. So after thirty-two races, I got four hundred and thirty-two points, more than I thought I would ever score ever. But I only shanked one race. I was having like the the best racing luck of all time. Yeah, I mean, out of thirty-two races, I'm sad to say I think I came in first place four times. No, it was not not too good for me. After after the first uh, eight races, Eric and Jared. Who are very good racers, by the yeah, way. It yeah. was it's stiff competition. Like, it was like we would get one, two, and three every single race. Yeah. But uh, after after about eight races, Eric and Jared were like, oh. Yeah. And then we're and, in trouble. And then it just became like spoiler time. They're working together, like again, just to just to dethrone me. Yeah. I mean, I ended up with like three hundred seventy-five points. So mm-hmm. clearly, it was it was over once we got we had like eight races to go. There was no catching Chad. So I will bow to the master. He, uh, I was, I was comparing it earlier to Goku and Vegeta, and uh, Chad is Goku, and he's ascended a higher level, and I'm Vegeta, and I'm the firstborn, and I'm like, what, Kakarot? How do you keep beating me? Ah! And, so, and, and Kakarot's like, do no, pure art, some bullshit. I was definitely, uh, I was definitely the the Saiyan prince, jealous of the Earth Warrior. Uh, that was a lot of fun, though. Although, actually. After about eight races, uh, our, little, our brother Jared's just like, guys, I don't know if I can go any longer. Guys. Yeah, well, the writing was on the wall. He only <laughs> likes winning, so he was just ready to give up because he knew he couldn't That's win. That's true. It took us like, I, uh, I don't think we timed it, but it, it, I swear it must have been an hour straight of racing with no breaks. Oh, no, yeah. It, no, it went for a while. I think we went an hour and a half Man. at least because I think we went from 4 to 5.30. Mm-hmm. So, that was cool. Yeah, Chad's a winner. We'll have to challenge him at the, when we go on vacation next time. Yep, I took a picture of the cup. Yes, that's good. Eric, Eric, last year got us this huge actual Mario Kart trophy cup that looks like the one you get in the game. Yeah, I tried to get it as close as possible to look like the one that you see at the end of the video game. It was good, man. So that was cool. I have to say the uh, the only other Christmas present I wanted to bring up was um, uh, I have a if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know that I have a one and a half year old kid. <laughs> and uh, the, the Jumpman's son, and uh, our other brother Jared got him a a ball, you know, just a nice bouncy <laughs> ball. But it was a tit. Uh. It, I was looking at it, I was like, "Wow, it's flesh colored." And then there's this huge nipple on it. He just got him a tit ball. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, the tit ball!" So of course, every guy in the house was like, "Yes," and every girl in the house, was like, "That's disgusting!" Oh my god! So we we're just whipping the tit ball, and of course, he liked it. Well, well, so. he had this. Uh, you know, he was he was looking at it like, yes, wait. Yeah, he's like, wait, do I what? suck this or do I bounce it? What do I do with it? Yeah, that? he was definitely confused. He was like a like a dog trying to figure something out, like tilting his head to the side a little bit, like. Mm-hmm. I was I was just thinking we should go downstairs and play a little, a little game of dodge tit. 
and just have some fun with it. It was awesome. Everyone was really mad, so Chad actually threw it into the Christmas tree, so it's actually decorated. Yeah. Right next to the angel at the top of the tree. It's an angel and a tit. <laughs> nice booby at the tree. That's right. So, but And actually, I know that our mother has not discovered it yet because we haven't heard her freak out about it and, yes. and, and told me to take it down. It's too high for her to actually touch it. Yeah. She actually, <laughs> actually, my mom, our, our mom, she's not very violent, but I came up behind her when she was decorating Christmas trees, and I took these two traffic <laughs> cones and put them up next to her boobs, so it looked like she had like the classic Madonna pointy bra. And my dad snapped a picture, and I was like, "Yeah!" And she actually turned around with a fist and punched me in the face, punched me like right in the nose, and like rocked me back. A little, I mean, she didn't give me a bloody nose or anything, but it stung a little bit. Sure, it's like holy crap. Well, it always stings on the inside when I your know. mother punches you in the face. I know. It's like my mom just tried to knock me out, man. It's like holy crap. That's what you get, man. That's what you get for like bringing up any any kind of like like movie kiss that's mm. happening. Mom will be like, "What is this filth? Get this filth off it! Change the channel." I know it was crazy. Uh, she becomes like the troll under the bridge yeah. when it comes to like any kind of like sexy time, yeah, or like vulgarity. Mm. It's like she's forever stuck in like. Kitty movies. Yeah, but I highly recommend a tit ball. You can get those at Spencer's. <laughs> Maybe we'll get another one for a matching set. Well, Jared, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if Jared, like, stopped at a mall on his way here because he got he got me, like, something from Spencer's, too. Yes, yeah, I probably this, did. This Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, uh, turtle backpack. That's pretty cool with uh, bandanas. Yeah, for masks. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. True. So no matter what your favorite turtle was, you could wear the shell backpack and uh, rock the mask. Yeah, maybe we should wear them at Magfest. I think so. Definitely. That'd be awesome. That's like the one place. It's like Disney World where you wear like the silly, you know, like Mickey Mouse goofy hats. Mm-hmm. You can't wear that outside of Disney World. Mm. People make fun of you. This is but true. at Magfest, you can do, I mean, at video game cons, let's say, you can wear costumes. People are like, oh, yes, I love that. That's like, that's my thing. That's like part of my, my culture. Yeah, this is my jam. Yeah. Except, except for at Magfest, uh, costume-wise... There, there's always been like this weird, insecure, like hate on like cosplaying oh. by like the by the higher ups. I've ne- I've never understood it, but it just it just like, and, and I I I just never understood it. But like people like, the only cosplay panels there have been like, anti cosplay panels. You know like cosplay hate panels. Oh. Where, like you go up there in costume and like a panel judge just makes fun of you. That's too bad. I want to get my pictures next week with some cosplay people. I know. That's why. Well, it's. I mean, it started out as like a sausage fest. Yeah. Where there was like ten girls. Right. At the first one I was at, the second mag fest ten years ago, all the women in the entire con in the entire con took a picture together, oh, and geez. it was like fifteen, Woo! fifteen strong, and they all had boyfriends. Ah. Uh. Yeah. But no, things things have changed, man. Things have changed. It better have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want to say it's like 60-40. Okay. Um, 60 men. 60 percent men. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. Yeah. Although uh, Magfest, they just they just announced. I don't know if officially announced, but they've now sold more pre-regs for this year than they had total attendees last year. Sweet. It's because they heard we're gonna be there. Yeah, dude. Bam. More on that at the end of the show. <laughs> Suck it. Okay. Uh, we went for our annual uh, go to see a movie after Christmas, and we all saw The Hobbit. That's right. So we can finally give our Hobbit review two weeks later. Right. So if you haven't watched yet, I don't know why you haven't. Because, yeah. uh, you know, clearly it's the biggest movie of the season. Yep. You know, like no one no one would dare to go up against it. Nope. It was crushing people. it's like the original trilogy was this huge money-making beast. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course everyone and their mother is going to go out and see The Hobbit. 
Yeah, so we all went and saw The Hobbit, and uh, I enjoyed it. I really liked the uh, the dwarf company. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. there's 13 dwarfs in one uh, Hobbit, and then Gandalf. Right. And um, I found myself comparing it to the Nine Fellowship in the Fellowship of the Ring, you know, those nine. And I liked these guys better. I liked all the little dwarves. None of them had to do anything too big, but they all their little personalities were, were cool. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed them. So it was like I really... Um, when, whenever the dwarves were on the, were on the screen, I was, uh, having, I was having a good time with it. Yeah. And you know, they really, they really did a great job. I, wanted, I think one of the strengths of this movie is, you know, the, the original animated, uh, Hobbit and like the book kind of like, you kind of gloss over most of the dwarves. Yeah. You know, like they don't really have personalities. They don't really have any lines, mm -hmm. let's say. But the movie really like brought you in and showed you like every single dwarf had, was different, had their own personality. And they really showcased every single one. Did you notice that, I'm, this is what I thought, but I can't help but think that the one dwarf looked exactly like the dude from the Masters of the Universe movie. The yep. King Master. Grizzlor, or whatever no. his name was. Gildo, or... I think it was... The hell Gris was his name? It was Grizzlor. Grizzlor was the fucking Hordax grizzly bear bad oh, guy. Well... It might have been Gildo or something. Gildo. Anyway, in Master of the Universe movie, there's a short Gil little dude with orange Gildo. hair. He's like the key master. That's they use his key to get into Grayskull, and Skeletor kidnaps everybody. Well, I know, I know that the uh, the dwarf who played him was very famous. You know, mm -hmm. like very famous character actor who's done like a ton of. He was the guy from UHF, and um, yeah. he's done a lot of different roles. Well, shit. If we get anyways, that's why I, I just recognized. I was like, that looks like the Masters <laughs> of the Universe, dude. Yeah. Awesome. No, they were cool, and uh, the guy who played Bilbo was fantastic. Like, he did a good job as Bilbo. Uh, I would, no complaints. I'd complain. You this bullshit, man. But I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll, I'll, say, I'll save that for uh, for a little later. He did a great job. And I think our, our dad accurately picked the worst parts of the movie was just when they had to cram in characters from the original trilogy that really didn't have any place in here. Mm -hmm. Like, fucking Frodo shows up in the first five I... minutes. I was like, come <laughs> on, dude. Are you serious? Yeah, that scene didn't really need to happen. It's like, it was like uh, a prequel to, like, scenes from another movie yeah so like, Frodo's like hey uncle how's it going yeah. oh I'm gonna go meet who's it what's his name Gandalf oh here yeah. I go I'm gonna go surprise him I know uh it was like yeah it's like watching like when it when some star drops in for a tv show episode or something yeah walk in it was but, it was weird but and and then there were other callbacks throughout the entire movie there's a lot of callbacks callbacks all the time and uh and one of the most awkward scenes I think we can we can both agree is where they have like a board meeting in the middle of the movie. Yeah, where like they're like, all right, oh, there's there's Saruman and and, and Gilda the Good Witch and yeah. uh, and Gandalf, <laughs> and they sit around a table for like ten minutes discussing shit. Yeah, and I'm just like, can we please get back to like the movie? Which was ironic because then the dwarves were like, fuck it, we're out of here, <laughs> and they left too. They didn't even want to stick around for this meeting, so. No, it was it was just strange. It was a very strange thing. But it was cool. I mean, you know, the I mean, the dwarves were in peril quite often. They mm -hmm. were getting hunted down by orcs and riding those wargs, those wolf monsters, which mm -hmm. were viciously awesome. That is true. They had an albino orc that yeah. was that was hunting after them. I enjoyed him. I thought he was cool. I mean, I thought I thought as a character he was okay, but. He's kind of, he did not exist in the book. No, so I was okay with it. In, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, thinking, everything that he says is made up. Yeah, but I liked it, because we were like, they're like, you know what, this movie's a little slow, let's just throw in some albino orc guy with one hand, and just uh, <laughs> liven it up a little bit. You know, sometimes you just need to add that little disco ball to the party. <laughs> it's the <laughs> final thing. So I disco appreciated ball. that. You know, they get kidnapped by the goblins, the goblin king. 
was ball, super fat. Ball sack the mighty. Yeah, he had a ball sack hanging from his face. He was um, kind of, he was he was silly, very silly king. Like they're bringing in these torture instruments, and and he's like singing. He's like. No, 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 I'm going to yeah. torture you. But, you know, I thought about that, and I was actually okay with it, because it's like almost all the bad guys in The Lord of the Rings and stuff were super serious. But what if there was a guy who was inherently evil, but also kind of a dork, you know? <laughs> and, they, and they're the goblins, so they live in the caves underground. They're all mm-hmm. weird. They probably inbreed and stuff. So, like, at first I was like, oh, he's a little goofy. And I'm like, you know what? There's bound to be a goofy bad guy every once in a while. See, so I, I was okay with it. I would have loved to see more of him, but I feel like the movie overall was like... They were they crammed in so much that they didn't take really take their time with any scene outside of um, all the doors being introduced mm-hmm. and the scene with Gollum. Like yeah. those were like the two scenes that took more than like a minute. Yeah, yeah. The movie was two hours and forty five minutes. They could have trimmed it to two hours and oh, got yeah. rid of some of the extra stuff. Oh hell yeah! In fact, I want to see that cut. The original Lord of the Rings, you know, like I was excited to see like the extended edition. Yeah. Now I want to see like the you know the all right, we extended the the real scenes and got rid of the crap edition. Yeah, like give me give me the slim fast version. Right. Yeah, you but know? but overall, man, I liked it. I had a good time. I'm looking forward to the next one. So that's cool. I, I'm actually I'm I'm not gonna be on the hate train, but I'm actually not looking forward to the next one. I don't know if I'll see it. I, I didn't really like the Ooh. Hobbit at all. Come on, you still got the, the the giant spiders to deal with, and there's smog. I mean smog. From what little you see of Smog, like you know, he's gonna be cool. I think this was like, this is like, tr- like, like, not not to be like Breaking Dawn Part One, but this is like, um, I, I think we all called it. We all said, okay, Smog's not gonna be in the first movie as right. our predictions. Yeah. So like, but I feel like they didn't get into like chapter like two of the book. Like they they mm. only they only got to the end of like, that like a lot of, so much stuff happened. Uh, some of it extraneous, but they didn't really like do anything or go anywhere. Oh, I would still say they got halfway through. I mean, they met with Bilbo, they got to Rivendale, they got captured by the goblins, there was the golem scene, they made their escape with the eagles, and that's a, that's a fair amount. Yeah. But uh, I, I also didn't didn't particularly care for Bilbo Baggins. I think he played it he played it a little too like eccentric and weird. Oh, I liked him. I think he was like, like I wanted to relate to him as like the main character. Instead, the movie was about Thorin. You know, it was yeah, about like Thorin Oakenshield. He's a badass dwarf that you want to have sex with. I know. I noticed he kept striking those sex poses. Oh, like, he kept turning around slowly, like Fabio hair, like oh Thorin, oh <laughs> do me, you know? do me with the Oakenshield. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Split my wood. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like, look at that giant rock over there. Do me on it. <laughs> yeah. Thor and Oakenshield was definitely like taking glamour shots throughout the movie. It was so strange. I was like, all right, this movie's about The Hobbit, but The Hobbit really isn't even in it. Yeah, well, Thor and Oakenshield was cool, though. Yeah, well, I mean, he's it's his movie. Yeah. You know, like, they get to The Hobbit's house, all the dwarves are at The Hobbit's house, and they're like, and Bilbo's about to say something, they're like, hold on, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Thorin's here, we're gonna go into some flashbacks. And we're going to keep going into flashbacks to show you how fucking badass this guy is. But I like that he actually had a piece of wood for his shield. Like, I, I like that introduction. Like, I just always took it, oh, his name's Oakenshield. And I never really thought, of, oh, look, here's the origin. He had to pick up a, a tree limb <laughs> and use it to fight off the orc army. And I was like, that's badass, man. Mm-hmm. For any kid who ever wandered in the woods with sticks and used them as weapons, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I mean, at the end of the movie, I'm like, okay, all right. I just watched the uh, the Thorin Oakenshield um, uh, pilot. 
you know, for like his TV series. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and uh, you know, the Hobbit was sort of in it, but uh, everybody just pissed all over him the whole time. Mm-hmm. And even even with his big scene with Gollum, he was just like weird. I don't know. I, I feel like you know, you know. Obviously, you know, if you're into a book, I'm into the Hobbit his book. Mm-hmm. You know, the movie in your mind is always better. Or in my case, the animated. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, like we grew up on the animated movie, and that was pretty awesome. So, yeah, it's. But I mean, I thought it was pretty a pretty good adaptation. So it was cool. Right. I also saw another movie last night. I saw Looper. Yeah. That came out in August. I didn't see it, but I was I was at a hotel last night, and you can buy movies before you can rent them. No. Oh. So that was that. Uh, <laughs> so so after you you got bored of Afro Horrors Part Two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, you can never get bored of Afro Horrors, but. Um, yeah, so it was cool. That was the whole Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Robin from Batman, yes. who has to kill himself from 30 years in the future. Time travel movie. Yeah. And it's Bruce Willis. And, he, and you, know he, you know he's Bruce Willis in the past because he has these prosthetic eyebrows. They, you know what? They did a pretty good job with like his face a little bit, too, to make him look a little mm. more Brucey. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Brucey! But, I mean, so it wasn't a bad movie. You know, I, I enjoy time travel movies. They're kind of interesting and stuff. And there's yeah. a lot of gunplay and stuff. It got a little weird. I guess 30 years from now, um, like uh, a lot of people on the planet have like 10% telekinesis powers. Oh. Just enough to do shit. Cool. Yeah, so some of them can do like little parlor tricks. Oh. So that was something going into the movie I didn't know it was going to happen. Hmm. So it was okay. It was a kind of a cool ending. but Wow, so global warming causes telekinesis, I guess. Hard to, I mean, I was also getting drunk as I was watching it. So. <laughs> and so it got a little hazy in there for a bit, but it seemed to end well. Right. <laughs> but, you know. It was That's okay. cool. I mean, well, at least, I mean, they could have, they, it could have been different. It could have been Pooper. Yeah. Pooper, where the mob wants you to clean up their shit yes. from 30 years of the future. That's right. They teleport diarrhea back <laughs> on top of you. They're like, all right, ah! all right, go put this in the incinerator. Yes. All right, they, clean, clean up your mess. That's right. I will pay you. I'll pay you to clean up my poop when I transport it from 30 years in the future. That's right. And then plot twist, it was your shit the whole time. No. <laughs> yeah, they call it closing the loop. When they teleport you, uh, when they teleport your future self back in the future, or back to the present, and you kill him, it's called closing the loop. Oh. And they pay you a shit ton more for it, but then you know when you're going to die. Oh. You know, 30 years from now. They call it closing the loop. Because they don't want, the mob doesn't want any witnesses or anything. So, yeah, yeah. so that would be like closing the poop. When it's your own poop, ah, <laughs> like, oh, nasty. No, so I have to wait. So what if you what if you had to eat your own poop? They're like, uh, we will pay you fifty grand to eat your own poop now. I'd do it. <laughs> from thirty years from now, I would just like write in my diary. Like thirty years from now, eat some nice tacos <laughs> with lime juice. Uh, Put some lime juice in your tacos to dilute the sharpness. <laughs> so thirty years from now, you'd be like, oh. Oh, do I eat the tapioca pudding or the cuttlefish? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll just eat uh, popsicles that day. You know, uh, just like some, just some grape popsicles. Uh, so it wouldn't be that. It'd just be like, close your eyes and pretend it's just like a warm slushy. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly grape flavored. It'd be like or, fear factor. Well, what if you're just like a dick to yourself because it already happened? You know, like, fuck you. Here comes some mountain chili. Oh. Down the hatch. Oh. Be like, I don't got to do it. It's already happened. So, uh, mountain chili it is. Wow. But then you would hate yourself. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I could live with that. Because, like, if you had to do it and then it was now, and now you're in the future, yeah. so you had, would you spare your old self when your future self didn't spare you? That's the thing. Fuck them. That's what I say. I, I think I think you would turn into a bitter old bastard if you were like, fucking me from the future, maybe you'll eat my own shit. Oh, and it would taste terrible. 
Yeah, man, I'd probably eat some kind of like poison. No, Give some rattlesnake venom. No, <laughs> chug a shot of that. Nasty man. <laughs> something to be like you know something that won't kill you maybe. That's but evil. It'll just like mess you up for a while. That's fucked up. But you yeah. know the you know the thing that I've been doing on on uh, on vacation that I never ever do at home. What's that? Is watch commercials. Ugh. So we're we've been watching reality TV shows on like the History Channel. Yep. Gold Rush. Um, the the guy who catches mo- monster fish. River monsters. Yeah. Yep. All these all these different uh, reality shows, the Food Network, mm-hmm. a couple shows, and you watch the um, the commercials in between. And it's actually kind of fucked up. No. Like the target audience, it seems for these shows are uh, are fat people with diabetes who do not want to exercise, who just want to take a pill, uh, yet have terrible, uh, crushing, depressing problems to which they will sue over. Yeah, it's called America. <laughs> I know. Check into it. I know. I feel like I've been living in a bubble. Yeah. Like the rest of America is all like. Fat and depressed and suey happy. Oh my god! Every commercial that we have now oh. has thirty seconds of side effects at the end of every commercial, yeah. except beer commercials, because beer <laughs> solves everything. Yeah. Beer, see, beer and alcohol. Like, all right, I understand what the side effects will be. Yes. You know, you, you did, anticipate them. You know, you did not like create and patent beer, so you have to like inform people about what oh. will happen. I forgot to tell you what happened at a Christmas party last Saturday that I went to. Oh, that's right. I just yes. You you crawled home. <laughs> yeah, uh, with it was your, in bad shape. With black eyes, I think. <laughs> no, it was in bad shape. So yeah, we went to this Christmas party, and uh, and like the second I came in, they're like, "You want a beer?" And I was like, "I want two beers." <laughs> and so I was just pounding beers all night, and uh, I actually slept there. That you know, no irresponsible drinking driving. Mm-hmm. I slept there, crashed the other night. That's but good. I have this uncanny ability that when I have to puke. I wake up exactly 15 minutes before launch. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't throw up in my bed. I don't have to run to the bathroom. I always wake up I'm like, oh, why am I? Oh, I got to puke. That's good. So I get there and it's like uh, I'm sitting there and, you know, like if you, you know, if you pee, people call it going number one. Right. And if you poop, people call it going number two. Number two, yeah. And I would say if you puke, it should be called going number three. Oh. Mm. Well, I found out. I never knew this was possible. You can actually go number two and number three at the same time. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to puke it all of a sudden. I was like, oh, my God, i got to take a dump. <laughs> and so I was like taking a dump, and I was like, oh, no, it's puke time, too. And I grabbed their garbage, and I had all the stuff in there. I was like, ah. Uh, both ends at the same time. I didn't know if it was theoretically possible. But you can go number two and number three at the same time. Wow. But then it was like. Crap, man! There was like a, a garbage. <laughs> there was a garbage can full of puke, and there was like stuff in there. So I had to like, uh, I was like creeping through the house at four in the morning. There's all these people like passed out around like snoring and stuff, and I was like, oh, don't wake up! And I'm like holding my, I'm like on my tippy toes, holding a bucket of puke, like trying to dispose of this. And I was like, there's no good way to dispose of the, no. <laughs> this puke bomb. So I found this garbage bag. But it was full of garbage, and it was like, and I picked it up, and it was leaking garbage juice in the bottom. So I'm like, shit, I can't throw this in here. It's gonna leak puke, and I'm gonna get in trouble. So I had to go through all their cupboards, and I found the garbage bags, and I dumped it in there, and and then we just left before the before the people woke up. Well, that's how you do it. Let's get the fuck out of here. You don't want to clean up, man. That's what you do. Yeah, you just gotta leave. But yes, it's possible to go two and three at the same time. I I never knew it was possible. I had wondered, and and like as I was doing it, as puke was coming out my nose Mm -hmm. and my ass at the same time, I was just like, oh, well, it's a glorious day for science, but this sucks for me. Wow. Yeah, you know, so, you know. Yeah. I just had a thought. Maybe it's possible to do one, two, and three at the same time. Well, I think I technically was going one, you know, because you usually do when you go two. But I was yes. just counting two and three because right. those were the really ones you had to think about. That's true. That's true. So, 
Yeah, I had the trifecta. The hat trick. Wow. Booga shaka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but it does suck, though. I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's, it's, it leaves no survivors. Yeah. Don't, don't put it on your bucket list. Is that what you're saying? Oh, it's on my... Well, it was in a bucket, yeah. so I guess you can check that one off. Oh, man. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I like Christmas. I ate about 500 Christmas cookies. Oh, of course. I mean, we made... So. This, this is the first year I think we made Christmas cookies, like a ton, and we and we almost ate them all. Yeah, so we, we still have. I mean, I'm here for another twelve hours. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you never give up. You gotta never go. surrender. Keep That's eating. Right. Oh yeah, I haven't eaten that much today either. So you know. No. Well, I'll just keep going until like two and three again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I only have one last thing to talk about. And that's the fact that we're gonna be in Magfest in one week from now. Yeah, exactly. Less than a week <clears throat> on the on the th- midnight on Thursday. Technically Friday. So January 3rd slash 4th. Yes. So when you guys are going to hear this, and it'll be only a couple days away, get your ass to MAGFest. We're doing a live episode of our podcast mm-hmm. there. It's Thursday, January 3rd at midnight, so it's technically Friday, but you know what we're talking about. It's going to be at MAGFest. Um, our panel is going to be called Cartoons versus Video Games. Hell yeah. And if, there's two, if there are two subjects... That we are well versed in. Mm-hmm. It is those two. Yeah. So it's going to be awesome. We're going to ask the crowd for some uh, participation. And then afterwards, you can come play some game, video games with us in the in the ballroom. And uh, we can drink some beers together. And I'll go two and three in your uh, hotel room. <laughs> Just to show you how it's done, son. Oh, man. <laughs> did, I ever, did, did I ever tell you about... Uh, stop, stop me if I have. Okay. Did I ever tell you about stop. the time... God damn it, Eric. <laughs> yes. God damn it. You gave me the power. Uh, Never hand the heckler the microphone. That's true. Stand-up comic. That's true. Well, you know, I'm looking forward to MAGFest. It's amazing. Gonna be, fil- gonna be, uh, I'll be curating, you know, Games on Film, biggest mm-hmm. video game film festival of all time in the world ever, mm-hmm. and it's happening next week. Yeah. So make sure you show up, and if not, you'll get to hear a special live edition of our podcast. It'll sound a little bit different, because it'll be me and Chad and a bunch of people booing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) You suck! (laughs) Jump in her fags! (laughs) And various other insults, I'm sure. Oh, of course, of course. Well, Thursday night is a very special crowd. Yeah. You know, only people who are hardcore Bob Magfest show up on Thursday night. Yeah, that's why we're there. Exactly, dude. Or, or maybe it's because we've never done a panel ever and they give us a shitty slot. We'll take it. We'll own it. It'll be the best slot ever. Yeah. Cool. If you can make it, awesome. If not, get ready for a kick-ass podcast with like live comments and shit from MagFest. Hell yeah. So uh, we wish you a happy new year mm-hmm. to all our listeners and uh, to our one listener who unfortunately is going through a tough time. Their house just burned down. I know. And they lost a couple pets. Hey, sorry, dude. Uh, you know, sending our good wishes to you. That's right. And may you have a, uh, a good start to 2013. But you know, you, you know what I heard about that? Um, uh, he he mentioned that his cat, who unfortunately died, was named is Goku. I know that's a pretty sweet cat name. I know. I was immediately thinking, okay, all right, summon the Dragon Balls. That's true. Your cat is really just in <laughs> fighting tournaments in the other world. Exactly. Just think of it that way. Exactly. Whooping so. ass on some on some mice people. Exactly. Yeah. So check us out retrowaretv.com, eldergeek.com iTunes, and uh, our website, jumpinpodcast.com. That's right. And jump on our Facebook and troll us. <laughs> yes. Oh, and and as a special as a special thank you to all you maniacs who been sticking with us, we're going to be uh, putting our um, Eric's amazing book, Fat Vampire Slayer, for free. Yes. Free download 
of the book up on our website, jumpmanpodcast.com. So if you haven't if you haven't read it yet, the original was just a dollar. Yeah. But uh, as a member of the internet, I do love me some free stuff. So. Yeah, so uh, late Christmas present. Uh, look to that in the first week of January. So mm-hmm. January 1 to 7 or whatever. Uh, yes, free download. It's awesome. And if you bought it the first time, you can get it now with the new cover. True. So, so you get two different editions. Read, read the book. All we ask, all we ask is that you write us a sweet review. Yeah. If you, if you like it, tell one friend. Which, let's face it, you probably only have one. <laughs> Moms don't count. Tell your... Oh, no. <laughs> Turn it. <laughs> cool. All right. We out because it's time for some more Leon Kennedy, Resident Evil Sex. God. <laughs> With Helena. God. Maybe she's the one sucking off the giraffe. We don't know. Oh, all we right. We don't know. We, we ran into her. What was her sister's name? Deborah, we gotta say Deborah. Oh no, Deborah! I was like, is is it pronounced Deborah? Like, yeah, in, no. like in uh, Dragon Ball Z, Deborah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, oh, who cares about Deborah? Wait, she's naked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Save her. Save her. They'll save those tits. That's why it's Resident Evil Sex because we we saw we saw two different two different sets of boobies. I know. It's like, all right, all right, good on you, villain. You yeah. know, it's like, all right. Uh, you know, if you're going to try and take over the world, at least uh, make the world safe for boobies. From now on, we should always fight naked in Resident Evil. Like, you could take a shotgun blast to those boobs, and she wouldn't give a fuck, man. I wonder if, like, like, "Ah." you know, they always call it, like, skins when you can get different looking characters. Maybe we'll just, actually, there's actual skin code where just everyone's naked. Even the zombies. You know, there have been video games where that's happened, Eric, and it's not... (laughs) Gone well. Yeah, it's probably like the, the developer's junk. We don't want to see that. It's bad. Uh, there's this game, uh, BMX Triple X. Yeah. Where you, you're literally like BMX, like tricking and jumping on stuff while being naked. I like it. Oh, it was bad. That was bad. Okay. Everybody's just like, wow, and uh, suddenly I don't need the nude code anymore oh, okay. for Lara Croft because this is disgusting. Maybe it's better just to think about it. Yeah. It's a better idea. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're, uh, you're, you're BMX tricking on your bike. With that uh, aggressive little uh, bike seat, uh-huh. and you're naked, so fluids everywhere, or your uh-huh. nutsack is like sticking to the side of shit. Okay, well, bad news. So yeah, don't. I guess not. Well, anyways, <laughs> send us the best picture of your sister naked. No, <laughs> put it on our Facebook, dude. <laughs> I don't want to see anybody's sister. Don't send us your cans either. Oh, if you're adults, yeah, let's do it. No, just <laughs> send me somebody that's actually hot, and then pretend it's your sister. That's what we want. Yes. Yeah, send us some Jenna Jameson sister pics, please. All right, peace. Goodwill to men. <laughs>